Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you joining me. And today, I'm going to give you seven ways you might be repelling women without even knowing it. I work with a lot of dudes. I see a lot of issues. And of course, I'm straight up with them. I'm like, hey, man, your style is whack. Your hygiene is fucked up. Do you have bad breath? Are you doing XYZ thing? And I'm straight up with them because how am I going to help a guy unless I'm completely 100% blunt? And it's for that reason, as well as many others, that I get my guys success after success after goddamn success in my three-month coaching program. I want to read a quick review, boys. I know I've been harshing a lot on the three-month program, but I'm just so proud of it, man, just seeing all the fucking evidence of just guy after guy after goddamn guy getting the results. I can't help but talk about it. And I do want to point out, I don't let advertisers come onto this podcast. Do you guys know how many goddamn emails I get? of people like, hey, please market my soap. Please market my anal cream. Please market my dick enlargement device. And I'm like, nah, beat it, Seabass. The only thing I market on this podcast is my coaching program because it's the only thing that I truly believe in because it works. So let me read this quick testimonial. Let me flex up a little bit. Remember, I don't advertise to you and people are offering me quite a bit of money to advertise, by the way. And this is the only thing I advertise. So just bear with me, bro, Tendo. I'm gonna get through this real quick. So. My boy, Mike B, posted this in the Brotherhood Facebook group. It's a group that every single person who comes into my coaching program gets to join. As of now, we have 500 plus members and every question that's asked, I was just counting them the other day, get at least 10 responses. 10 responses within usually minutes and then within a few hours, you have all these different responses to work with. So when you come join the program, if you're texting with a girl and you want to know what to say next, you just put a screenshot in the Brotherhood Facebook group and then you have 500 fucking veterans of my program put in their two cents of what to say next, how to get this girl even more attracted to you. And while you're in the program, I too answer all your questions. So not only do you have unlimited access to me, you have unlimited access to the Brotherhood Facebook group. So Mike B writes, so guys, Filipino girl is super into me. A girl at church is becoming attracted to me after rejecting me and me moving on from her. A girl at work who we can't stop flirting with is practically begging me to ask her out. Another girl who knows she's underage is trying to flirt with me. Another who it's just obvious. And then another girl in her 20s who went to my school after I left and we lived in the same area is about 35% attracted to me. How do I handle this? One week after I finished the program, this happens. I don't have any options before the program, and now I have too many. Fellas, if you just signed up for this program, be prepared to be an instant chick magnet. Maybe about halfway through the course, maybe right in the beginning, but it will happen. Doesn't matter what belief system you have or what you were programmed with, if you have the mindset of changing and becoming a better version of you, you will attract. Put in the work and watch it happen. Thank you very much for that, Mike B. Absolutely love that post. And guys, it's crazy. As you can tell from Mike B, he's a little bit younger. The average age of the guys who come into my program are 34. And some of you might be wondering, well, what is the age range? 
Honestly, I work with dudes from 21 years old and I just got an application from a dude who's 71. Oldest guy I've ever worked with was 76. And bro, we got that guy some grandmas, bro. (laughs) He was fucking pumped. Actually, he was pulling women 20 and 30 years younger than him once he finished the program. So age doesn't matter and attraction doesn't change with age. What that means is a 70-year-old grandma will get attracted to the same things as an 18-year-old girl. Attraction is the same in women all throughout life. It doesn't evolve. The only thing that evolves is the content you speak about. So Mike B being a little bit younger would probably talk about Pokemon and Call of Duty. I'm just fucking with you, Mike B. And then an older guy like the champion who just applied to my program, he'd be talking about other things that are perhaps more sophisticated within his interest subset. So with that being said, gentlemen, today's episode also applies to all age classes seven things you might be doing to put girls off without even realizing it. Thing number one actually comes from a question from another guy who's in the Brotherhood Facebook group. And this question totally cracked me up. I wanted to share it with you. He's like, hey guys, how do I tell a girl that her vagina smells like a dead fish? And we were all cracking up and we were all commenting on it and it was a lot of fun. But yeah, man, sometimes girls have smelly vaginas. But what I want to point out about you guys as well as females is oftentimes you have bad breath and you don't even know it. I cannot even express to you how many girls I've dated who have had bad breath. They absolutely had no idea that they literally had dog breath and it felt like a homeless man's armpit farted after being shit on by a sumo wrestler. I, of course, being Mark Singh, am very blunt. I tell people exactly what I think and I've noticed that a lot of people appreciate that. I'm cool about it, and I'm going to tell you about the compliment sandwich in a second. I'm super cool about it, but I always tell girls if they have bad breath. I tell them if they have food in their teeth. I tell them if their pussy stinks. Now, how do you do that? The compliment sandwich that I just talked about. The compliment sandwich is, in regards to a smelly vagina, for example, is, hey, I absolutely love going down on you. Your vagina is so sexy. I just like love the thing. I feel like it's your essence, like your nucleus, and I just... Oh, I love licking that thing. But I did notice last time that there was a little bit of an odor. And I know for women particularly, it's hard to maintain a good pH balance down there. But God, I absolutely love it down there. So as soon as that gets resolved, let me know. And I'll be back down there in an instant because I absolutely love that thing. See how I sandwiched it? So a compliment and then the bad news and then a compliment again. It's a really good social strategy to do when you have to deliver some harsh news. But I'm here to tell you, a lot of you guys have bad breath, man. Like I talk to you and it's like, oh my God, man. It smells like a fucking dead tooth. And then you ate sushi all day and let it just rot in your mouth. It fucking stinks. So let's have a good, hard, long look at ourselves and get completely realistic about what might be putting girls off. Do you brush your teeth at least twice a day? Do you water pick? Something I strongly suggest. Water pick has completely changed my life. I've introduced it to so many people and they literally can't live without it. My mom is so obsessed with her water pick, she freaking travels with the thing, as do I. Do you floss every day? Okay, I want you guys to brush twice a day, floss at least once a day, water pick at least once a day. And if you're like me, you'll brush and water pick twice a day to keep that bad breath down. You also want to make sure you brush your tongue. And a huge trick that I use at the bars and the nightclubs as well as restaurants is I drink water because as a lot of you guys know, I don't drink alcohol and I put lemon in it. 
So I'll get a water from the bartender and I'll grab a couple lemons and I'll spray lemon juice in the water and I'll put a couple extra lemons in there and then I'll just drink that. Lemon kills bad breath because it kills bacteria. It's acidic. So when you're talking to women, especially in the nightclubs, rock the water with the lemon and also boys, gum, G-U-M, gum. Super important to have on you. I do not leave home without gum on me. And I personally like Trident cinnamon flavor and that has xylitol in it. So it's not super bad for your teeth. For some reason, I can't remember exactly why, but it's supposedly slightly better for your teeth. But always, always, always super focus on your oral hygiene and whether or not you have breath. And sometimes halitosis isn't a frontal mouth issue. It seems to come from the back of the throat. So maybe you need to cough up some mucus or gargle with some mouthwash or whatever it is that you have to do. Try to kill the bacteria in the back of your throat especially because I find that's where it usually comes from. So bad breath boys will absolutely kill your results with women as will other hygiene issues. Food in your teeth, for example, which is another reason you should be water picking at least once a day, preferably twice a day. Okay, nose hair sticking out of your nose. A horrible looking unibrow that looks like there's a single caterpillar camped out above your eyes. Horrible look. Disgusting ears. Fingernails. Do you know how many of my girlfriends comment on dude's fingernails? Chicks pay attention to this. And here's something interesting about female psychology. Women look at you as a whole, whereas us men, we look at women in parts. So you'll see a hot girl and you'll kind of look at her tits and be like, damn, those tits are good. But you'll look at her ass and it's a little too badonkadonk for your taste. And you'll be like, ah, but her ass is not good. And then you'll make a complete tally based on the individuations. Women look at you as a whole, but they're very focused on things like hygiene and style, which I'm going to get to in a second. So first of all, dude, bad breath. I cannot express enough. I've been with so many hot girls who blew themselves out because they had breath. Even when I told them about it, they just didn't get it fixed because it's like they didn't care or they didn't know. It's, it's crazy how many people have breath. Second thing, bad hygiene. And like I said, fingernails, dirt on your face or on your hands, like gigantic calluses that a lot of you guys are blue collar workers. You get like disgusting hands. You got to keep that shit clean. I don't expect you to have like Prince Harry hands where you're a little fairy and your hands are all soft like a woman's. It's kind of badass that you have man hands, but take care of them. I see so many dudes walk into nightclubs and it's like they have grease all over them. Like they just took a grease bath. It's like, bro, take care of your fucking haircut. Take care of your fingernails. Take care of your hands and every other part of your body. Are you rocking B.O.? That smells like, yes, again, a homeless man's armpit farted and got shit on by a sumo wrestler and then pissed on by a girl named Trailer Swift. Okay, if you have BO like that, here's a big tip. Shave your fucking armpits. You don't have to go completely bald, but just trim it down because hair hides bacteria. Also, let's talk about the fucking 1970s poof that you're flossing over your red-helmeted warrior. Save that shit. What looks taller, a sheep standing in an inch of grass? or a sheep standing in two feet of grass. Do the math on that one. So save that shit, run a tight battleship. Before you think you're gonna have sex with a woman, take a shower, put on some deodorant, maybe get a haircut the day before. Shave your fucking balls, bro. Shave your armpits. What you can do too is put a little baby powder down below to keep everything dry and fresh because girls get so pissed off 
when they take out your red helmeted warrior and it smells like the 5 p.m. train in Bombay, India when it's 120 degrees and everybody's getting back from work and they literally stuff themselves into the train. Yeah, I can't imagine how bad those things smell and that's the way your fucking ball sack smells after you're not taking care of it. So guys, just hygiene. I'm telling you, this is one of the biggest differentiating factors. When you just take care of yourself, it makes you so much more attractive to women. The next thing is style. Do your clothes fit you? Do you look good? Are you wearing some ghetto ass shirt that has stains all over it, yellow underneath the armpits, the collar of your shirt's all stretched out and hanging down below your nipple, and you look like a goddamn homeless man? Or are you wearing shirts that fit you correctly? I've talked about style a few times in this podcast, and one of the things that I do, and actually my assistant coach, Austin, does the same thing. What's up, Austin? Fucking champion. We get our shirts custom made. Yes, simple black t-shirts custom made for our body. There's a company out there called Son of a Tailor, and no, I'm not sponsored by them. It's who I use personally. In fact, I've talked about them a few times on my podcast. I feel like they should kick me some money. Son of a Tailor makes your t-shirts custom to you. You want the t-shirt fitting right. You want it to hang off your body correctly, and they understand how to do that. Also, the pants that you wear, the shoes that you wear, just make sure it's fucking clean. Make sure it fits you right. It accentuates your features rather than takes away from them. You see a lot of guys walking around looking like homeless dudes. So if you just up your hygiene, clean your goddamn mouthpiece, try to have some style, get a goddamn haircut, bro, and choose something that fits your face, that alone is going to make you so much more attractive. And that alone, boys, gets guys blown out. Okay, I'm in the scene. I talk to lots of girls. You do not understand. Like, I want to shake you by the shoulders and be like, bro, you need to understand this. How many girls complain about dudes' hygiene and their style, the way their clothes fit, and things like shoes and socks? Women are into this shit. So just pay a little extra attention to that. Dial in your battleship. Launch a fusillade of championhood off the starboard bow, and you're going to get better results than you ever have before simply because you're stepping it up more than most guys do. Okay, the next thing, and this is really hard to teach, but it's something I need to point out, is just being socially unintelligent, not picking up on social cues, not understanding what she wants to talk about or how you're making her feel, stepping too close into her personal space, talking to her in a weird way where you're like reliant upon a good reaction from her. So social intelligence is one of the hardest things to teach. And listen, some of us are born with it and some of us are not. Not to toot my own horn, but I just get it. I understand social intelligence, but here's the thing. I can see it immediately in other people, and when guys come into my program, I'll straight tell them. I'll be like, hey, bro, you come off a little too serious, for example. You come off a little bit too needy when you're speaking to people. You come off a little bit weird or angry or arrogant or whatever vibe that you're portraying. I'm going to straight tell you. And it's cool that I have this podcast. I can give you guys a lot of generalized advice, but the real results happen. Just like what Michael B was saying is when you get me and my assistant coaches, as well as 500 plus veterans of the coaching program to dial in your shit. Yeah, it takes a little bit of humility to say, hey, I don't know exactly what I'm doing wrong and I'm willing to let you guys crack me open, look inside and tell me what I'm doing wrong so that we can fix it. And I'll tell you, for 80% of guys coming to my program, it's always just a little tiny tweak. I'm like, oh, okay, I understand now exactly what's wrong with this dude. 
this is what it is. This is what you have to do to fix it. And then boom, they're like Michael B. Chicks checking him out all the time, giving him her phone number, just like going crazy over this dude because of that small little tweak. But it's that social unintelligence, that kind of weirdness or the awkwardness that often guys will put towards women that turns them off. Now, the natural question is, well, how do I fix that? The way you fix that is, like I said, come into a program like mine, let me get my hands on you and tell you exactly what you need to do to change it and also get the reps in, which I talked about in my previous podcast. The more social interactions you get into, the more comfortable you'll be. Guys, I cannot tell you how unbelievably awkward I was in my early 20s. I remember this really hot girl was going to the same college as me and I didn't know how to talk to her. I was like really attracted to her, but I didn't know what to say. And she's like, Mark, I can't believe we're both going to UC Santa Cruz. It's going to be so much fun. And I'm like, so much fun. And we're going to, we're going to go to dinner. We're going to go to nightclubs and we're going to go to the beach. And I'm like the beach and it's going to be amazing. And we're going to become such good friends, such good friends. Literally, that was my method. I was like a fucking parrot because I didn't know what to do. But it wasn't until I went to college, I got into social interactions with hundreds, and for some of you, you will require thousands of interactions with people before you just get that flow where you can just understand how the other person is feeling. And that's what social intelligence is. The next time you're in a conversation, ask yourself this, how am I making that person feel? Am I making them feel awkward? Am I making them feel approved of? Does it feel good to be in my presence or do I make them want to run away from me? And a lot of you guys listening are like, yeah, Mark, I, I do want to make people run away from me and I don't know why. Well, you know, I can do my best with you from this podcast, but I don't know you, man. I haven't met you. So you have to give me the opportunity to meet you. If you come into my program, if you work with me personally, we can tweak those things and we can fix them. Another thing a lot of guys do that they're not aware of is they just come off as needy. Okay, and needy isn't only needing compliments, needing to hang out with her more, needing to be validated. It's also neediness in conversations, needing her to react in a positive way. Think about that one. I bet probably 80% of you guys have that, where you go into a conversation with what I call outcome dependence. You want her to like you. And that right there is neediness, isn't it? Anytime you want somebody to like you, somebody to react positively to you, somebody to give you their phone number or take off their panties and have sex with you, that's neediness. And a lot of us, unfortunately, come off as needy because we are externally validated, which is feminine. We're waiting for other people's opinions to approve of us so we can feel good about ourselves. Masculine, on the other hand, is internally validated. We don't give a shit. And when we go into conversations, we inadvertently do little subtle needy things that put women off. Why is neediness so unattractive? Jesus Christ, I'm already 20 minutes in. Do you want me to launch another podcast? I go on and on about that for three hours. But the fundamental issue is she can sense that you're externally validated, which is feminine and low value. You're relying on her good opinion of you and or laughing at your jokes, getting attracted to you, even her just enjoying the conversation for you to feel good about yourself. So unfortunately, a lot of listeners will listen to my podcast, get all these techniques and be like, hey, I'm going to go out and have a great night. I'm going to get all kinds of great results and this is going to be awesome. But they come out with that neediness vibe that women can really pick up on. And this goes back to my golden rule, which I've been talking a lot about, not only on my podcast, but also on my Instagram. 
The golden rule is, what would I do if I were dating four girls? If you're literally dating four girls and you go talk to this woman, you will not give a literal shit what happens. You will be there to entertain yourself. You will be there to simply have a conversation because you're a go-giver and you want to give value to the world and you won't give a shit about what happens. You will be absolutely outcome independent, which means if she likes you, fine. If she doesn't like you, that's fine too. In fact, your penis is sore because you've had so much sex. Your red-helmeted warrior looks like a shriveled burn victim hiding in the corner of your underwear. And every time you look down at that fucker, he's like, please don't put me in again, coach. Please no, I can't do it. I can't do it, bro. And you're like, relax. We're just taking a piss. Jesus Christ, man, settle down. And he's trying to hide. He's like trying to crawl into your butthole, right? Because he's been putting into action so often. That's the vibe. Like, I don't want sex. Guys, I have had sex thrown at me in the most insane ways possible when I literally did not want sex, when my dick was hurting so bad that I could not have sex again. I just didn't want to do it. The thing literally had like wounds on it. It was splitting open on the side because it got so much action. I know it's a little gross, but kind of a true story. So I had to keep them tucked in, right? Had to put some Neosporin on that motherfucker. And then girls would just throw themselves at me, like jump in the air, spread their legs and try to slide onto my dick. Meanwhile, I'm running away and they're trying to tackle me in the nightclubs. That's the level of outcome independence I want you guys to have. So when you don't have abundance, and I talked about this in my last episode, which I strongly suggest you listen to, when you're not running the numbers, you become outcome dependent and thus you become needy. So now we have issues with hygiene. We have issues with breath. We have issues with style. We have issues with social intelligence. And now we have issues with neediness. All these things combined can put off that subtle, very subtle vibe that you probably don't even notice. Your friends don't even notice that push girls away. It's a vibe. It's a vibration, an accumulation vibration. I just thought of that. That's gangster. Accumulation vibration of all these little things that you're doing wrong. And finally, guys, the last one, obviously, is self-confidence. Okay, you guys, I've heard a million times, what's the most attractive thing to women? Confidence. So you're like, okay, dude, I gotta be confident. And you act that way, but deep inside of who you are, you don't believe it. I'm not gonna launch into a tirade about NLP. You've heard enough about it. I'm just gonna say this. If you struggle with your confidence, it's all in your head. And that's why women's attraction for you is based on what's going on inside your head because your belief systems dictate your behavior. Your behavior dictates her attraction for you. So where do we go to fix this? Do we buy more cuffs and rings and chains and try to go get a Ferrari or a Lamborghini? No, we work on what's inside our head. Because as Mike B experienced, it's usually just that little shift for most of you guys, especially if you're savvy enough to listen to this podcast. And I know that totally sounds like bullshit, but I'm being, I'm being completely honest. If you're savvy enough to recognize real in me, then you have real in you. And it's probably just a little fucking tweak that's required. And confidence comes from believing in yourself. And that all comes from your internal belief systems. So really take a good, hard look at yourself, brother. Like look in the mirror and be completely honest. Don't get butthurt about it. Definitely don't start insulting yourself about it, but just be honest and say, yo, my breath smells like a fucking tuna can that was left out in the Arizona heat for three days. Let me go ahead and get that fixed. My ball sack has so much hair on it, I can't even see it. My armpit smells like a Canyon Mule's butthole. Okay, I have unibrow. I have fucking dirty teeth. I have 
disgusting teeth. I have bad breath due to halitosis or even cavities. And maybe I need to go to the dentist. Maybe I need to water pick once or up to the Mark Sings protocol twice a day, highly suggested. Maybe I need to go get a better style. You know, I'm wearing shirts from Walmart and wearing fucking Nikes with tight stonewashed jeans and a brown belt with a piece of poop on the back of it. Maybe my body is blown out, something I didn't even mention. And it doesn't look like I take care of myself. Women want a man who fucking takes care of himself. Unless, of course, you want a woman who doesn't take care of herself. Most women who are fine, which I know you guys want, they take care of themselves. So they want a dude to do the same thing. You don't have to be completely fucking shredded or be on the gear where you're so jacked you can't even walk through a door without turning sideways. But if you're going to the doctor and he says you're obese and you walk away thinking he said you're a beast, you may want to reevaluate your situation. Look at your body and say, is this turning girls off? Look at your hygiene. Look at your haircut. Look at your unibrow, your ears, hairs coming out of your nose. B.O., disgusting fingernails jacked up shoes that you've been wearing with fucking duct tape wrapped around them. Big ass shorts from the style of 1990 and you're wearing a belt to just keep it on because it's literally being held on by your penis because it's sagging so low. That style's gone, guys. You got to drop that shit. Also, how are you coming off as far as your social intelligence? Are you savvy in the way where you understand how the other person is feeling? And then, of course, boys, your confidence. The most obvious one, but also the most important one, where's confidence come from? You know what I'm going to say? It's all inside your head. So let's get to work on what's going on inside your head. Obviously, I use NLP. I feel it's by far the most effective protocol to change the confidence inside your head. But let's take a long, deep look at ourselves and admit why we might be putting women off. And listen, if you can't figure that out on your own, it's why I'm here, man. Let me get my hands on you. Let me talk to you. Let me meet you. I will tell you immediately what's going on and we'll fix the shit. You don't have to get butthurt about it. It's not a big deal. We're just going to make the adjustment. And you're not going to be like I was when I was 20 years old and a virgin and completely horrible with women, not knowing what to say. And then that girl, by the way, never talked to me again. We completely lost touch. When I'd call her, she wouldn't call me back because I was awkward. And I don't blame myself. I just know that I wasn't trained correctly. So I went out. I got the experience. I ran the numbers. I fixed the bullshit in my head. And now for all intents and purposes, I'm a complete girl magnet. And I teach guys just like you to become a girl magnet as well. All right, gentlemen. So that was seven ways that you might be inadvertently putting girls off without even knowing it. All it takes is a big, long look in the mirror. I know you can do it. Just have some humility and admit to yourself what you might be doing wrong. Hopefully, that will really help you get some better results with girls. If you'd like to come discuss with us, on the other hand, joining my three-month coaching program so I can fast-track you to the top of the mountain in the easiest, quickest way possible, go to my website, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching. Read through all the testimonials. I just added some more elements to that page if you want to check it out. And I'm about to add 40 more testimonials to that page as well. I'll let you guys know when that happens because they just keep coming in, man. Just like Mike B's testimonial, which was really just a post on Facebook. Wasn't even meant to be a review, but it was so awesome. I had to read it here. That's the results that my guys get. I do appreciate you listening, gentlemen. I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, and I will see you. That's right. In the next episode.